My twin brother may not speak to me in words, but he communicates through love better than anyone else that I know. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Beyond the Waves podcast. I'm your host, Julia Taranzak, and my twin brother, Michael, has Down syndrome and is my inspiration behind everything that I do. My mission is to share the lessons I've learned in unconditional love through growing up with Michael, to provide a means of healing while empowering you to achieve what makes your heart sing, all while revealing the beauty behind each individual who has Down syndrome. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Waves podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It means the absolute world to me that you're taking the time to listen and to explore our mission. Now, if you're coming back to our podcast, last month we had our Black Lives Matter series where we explored the intersection between racism and disability. The reason I hosted this podcast was because after the events that happened in 2020 with the Black Lives Matter movement really exploding again and all the other events that occurred, I realized that I had never taken the time to explore and learn about diversity and inclusion. And I already work on inclusion from a disability standpoint, but never thought to look at race and see how racism and disability intersect. Something that I really value from our podcast and from our blog the last few years is to really share the stories of others. As I've shared another podcast episode, one of my favorite quotes is from To Kill a Mockingbird, where you never really get to understand a person until you've walked a day in their shoes. And I chose four incredible humans to speak on their experiences and really explore the intersection between racism and disability. It's something that I never even thought of until last year. And it's so important to continue to do the work, whether it's reading more books, maybe it's watching documentaries, maybe it's listening to this podcast, whatever it may be, There's so many times where racism can show up and you have no idea. So I highly encourage you, if you haven't yet, take a listen. But what I wanted to share was I asked each individual to share with me how we as a community can become allies. What can we do to take action? What can we do to be an ally to the black community? And every single one of them said, to speak up. When you see something that's wrong, when you hear something that shouldn't be said, or you're witnessing something and it looks a little off to you, speak up. Stand up for those whose voices may not be prioritized, whose voices may not even be listened to, and be the ally, be that force of change, be that force of support. And And especially, have the courage to speak up even if you're uncomfortable. Rather than just walking away or pretending that you didn't see something, remember that each and every one of us are human. Each and every one of us have thoughts, feelings, different experiences that shape the person that we are today. And rather than walking away, take the time, take that stand to support another person, to support another human being. And another thing is to make sure to educate yourself. Like I've said, 
read the books, watch the documentaries, listen to the stories, but also be willing to ask the questions. Even if you're uncomfortable, even if you're uneasy, be courageous enough. Have the courage to ask those questions that you may not be comfortable with. Because odds are, maybe you're just making that uncomfortable in your own mind. And I thought it was so funny when I was speaking to, I believe it was Greg in our interviews. And, you know, he shared like, be open to asking questions. And in my own experience, I haven't been asking the tough questions because I didn't want to come off as offensive and I didn't want to come off as rude or insensitive. And when I listen to myself now, It's funny because it kind of mirrors what a lot of people experienced with the special needs community. I can't tell you how many times some of my friends in college, some of my friends now even, will come up to me and say, hey, I I, I have a question about Michael, but I I, I don't want to be rude. Like, I just, please, like, I I don't take this the wrong way. And I, I see that they're so nervous and they're so scared of being offensive. And the funny thing is, is that for myself, it means the world that someone has the courage to just ask the question. It means the world that someone actually cares enough to come up and ask me about what's going on with Michael, why, what might be different, what's something that they need to know, because it shows that you care enough. It shows that you're there to support my community. It shows that you're there to be an ally for us. And thinking about that, I realized, oh my gosh, it's it's very similar when you're coming across someone who has a different experience from you. Maybe they grew up in a different way. Their skin color is different. It's okay to ask the questions. The most important thing is what your intentions are. And people can immediately sniff out what your intentions are, whether you're trying to instigate something or if you're curious, people can feel that. And if you're asking questions from a space of wanting to become more educated, from a space of love, from a space of curiosity, no one's going to shoot you down for it. And if someone's going to shoot you down or tell you that you're rude or insensitive, that's more on them. Again, whenever I get questions about Michael, I always get so excited and it makes me feel like I'm speaking with an ally and I'm speaking with someone who can be an ally to our community and have a better understanding of what Down syndrome or any other special needs can really look like. And it's so important to be willing to ask those questions. It's so important to be willing to speak up even in moments when it's so uncomfortable. To shift gears a little bit, back in January, I had someone reach out to us on our blog on Instagram and she, this woman reached out to me and basically said that she can't stand my Instagram page anymore, that she used to love our page, she loved all the pictures I shared with Michael, and she can't stand my page anymore because I'm too political. And when I read that, and a few things popped up into my mind. First of all, No one gets to tell you what you can or cannot share, what you can or cannot post, unless if what you're posting is racist, homophobic, sexist, ableist, or inciting violence, no one gets to tell you what you can or cannot share. Secondly, as far as our page goes, 
Yes, I used to share a lot of things about Michael. I used to share a lot of pictures of him and what we would do together. And over the years, I realized I had a different mission with my blog. I kind of wanted to share the lessons I've learned from growing up with Michael. And not a lot of people know this, but Michael really doesn't like having photos taken of him. There's so many times we'd be together and I'd try to get the perfect picture as any person on Instagram would want. And Michael would not have it. And I'd be so upset and so disappointed because I wanted to post something really nice. And in the past couple of years, I've realized that's not important. My time with Michael, me being present with him is way more important. But to go back to that original comment, the reason I bring it up is sharing stuff about Black Lives Matter is not political. This is a very real social issue. There are millions of Americans out there today who are scared to even get out of their own house because of the color of their skin. And as an advocate, yes, I'm a special needs Down syndrome advocate, I still get to stand up for other people. Even if it's someone that isn't part of the special needs community, I'm still going to stand up for them because I'm going to stand for any human being and for any rights that I can. I've had a couple friends who are part of other minorities or even part of our own Down syndrome community who during the Black Lives Matter protests were kind of wondering, well, what about my cause? What about Down syndrome rights? What about special needs rights? What about my son or daughter? Like we're fighting for their rights too. And I want to acknowledge that, you know, those feelings are valid. It's it's a very tough conversation and our community is still fighting its own fight. But something that I want to bring up that is so incredibly important is about the win-win situation. That if you're fighting your own battles for your community, but you're putting down someone else's community, why is that other community supposed to back up yours? Why should your community have their rights, but another one doesn't get to? And something that's so important to remember is that if one community doesn't get to get their rights, no one else gets to. So when we have really big movements like this going on, it doesn't mean that your battles or your space of advocacy, whatever it may be, maybe the example that I'm using is a special needs community. If you're supporting Black Lives Matter, that doesn't mean you're not supporting your own cause, but what it means is that you're there to advocate on behalf of others. So when something happens to your community because you've already supported someone else, chances are they're gonna also support yours. And I feel like now in 2021, we're already seeing so many other movements really starting to explode and really is starting to pick up, especially after Black Lives Matter movement last year. Something to remember is that it is a movement. It's not just a moment. We still get to do the work. We still get to educate ourselves and support one another. Because just because they win doesn't mean that we get to lose. Start to view the world in that standpoint of win-win. When another group wins, all of us get to win together. Thank you so much for listening in today. And remember to take a stand for those around you. Take a stand from a space of love. Have the courage to ask those questions that may be uncomfortable. And make sure to speak up for those around you.
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Beyond the Waves blog. And if you know someone who may benefit from today's episode, please feel free to share with them so we can share the Beyond the Waves mission of spreading unconditional love and showing what it looks like to grow up with a sibling who has Down syndrome. I'm so grateful for all of you, sending you all so much love, and I'll talk to you next week.